about the NFL lockout. Will there be a season? We talk about Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Bruce Allen's letter to the fans. Daniel Snyder's shenanigans. Much more like that. Just Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. What's happening? Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode number 249. Nah. 249. Excellent! Yay! What a time. I'd like to a give a quick shout out to our benevolent sponsor, David Lee Legal Services. <laughs> From Williamsburg, Virginia. Thank Serving you, David Lee. The greater mid-Atlantic, if you Want. David Lee, David Lee. Didn't Chef sing a song about David Lee? David Lee. Let me ask you guys something. Oh, that was Catherine. Do you guys think we're rounding the taint? No, dudes. I was about to say, I am depressed. I think we're rounding the taint of the lockout. Exactly. The lockout. We're locked out of the taint. Has begun. Dun dun. We're locked out. I mean, one of those, out. uh. Law and order type uh, sound effects. Dun dun. Dun dun. I don't have one. Dun, dun. But I do have one of these. I don't these. have one either. Dun 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 dun. That'll work. Hey, but you know what we should play in honor of St. Patrick's Day? Oh, yeah. Shanny's music. Shanny's music. <laughs> the Shanny music. We haven't heard this. Boy, this is going to be like a really. Uh, Great podcast. We do have plenty to talk about, though, I guess, with the uh, the lockout and everything else going on. Blowing your load. The lockout has begun. Goodell's legacy. No, we really don't have that much Redskins news to talk about, to tell you the truth. We have some NFL news. Which well, I think we need to start Redskins. with that NFL news. Because right. as we know, I think right, because as of right now, there is no football in the fall. Yeah, I am depressed. Mm-hmm. I am depressed. Scrubs. We're we're working out though. We're getting ready to uh we're getting ready to try out, man. I'm working out like the kicker from the replacements. Dude, what is all that noise? Did someone just rip one? Josh? I'm on vid- I'm on video chat with Aaron during this podcast and I was I was showing him that I'm working out. I'm like ready. But he's ignoring me, he's not even looking at the screen. <laughs> I'm about to turn off the screen because I can't handle you making these like crude like gestures and stuff over like picking your nose and putting your hand over the camera so it looks like a butt and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, we're having too much fun. All right. I'm in I'm turning off this uh, call with Josh because he's he's annoying me. <laughs> Um, so the lockout has begun. That's what you want to talk about, right, John? It is underway. I think John hung up. John, 
No, Did I'm still here. Time? All right. I don't understand why why it's why I I want to talk about it because you hate it. I thought all of us were talking about this being Harry Hog football. Why is it always John's talking about it? John, no, I'm what do you have to say, say said... about this? John, what do you have to say about that? Hey, you know what someone was telling me today? I'm saying you said I think we should talk about that. That's what you just said. You know what? I think we should talk about the lockout. And here's what I have to say about it. Um, I, I saw this I email that John pointed out to me. I'm sorry, it was a letter to the fans from Alan the Bruce, and it looks like he took a, um, you know, borrowed a few of his brother's uh, speech writers to help him write this thing, where he basically blames the um, players for everything. Well, he knows who signs yeah, the checks. Mm-hmm. He basically said the players walked away from a fair deal, a fair offer. And how it, yeah. and how it's not fair, fair for the uh, retired former players that they would do that to them. Yeah, but yeah, but let me ask you this question: If you had the opportunity to take an offer that was fair or take an offer that was good, what would you do? Who? If I was a players? No, just in general. I mean, when you look at the terms that he used, fair. It was a fair offer. I like a good offer or a great offer or an any, excellent offer. Any words that come from anyone who is being paid by Dan Snyder, you know, we all like Alan the Bruce, but like I said, we know who pays his checks. So take those and, you know, both sides are talking out of their rear ends right now and not making much of any sense. The players have done a terrible job putting their case out there. They're just saying, spouting off the stuff that the, uh, I don't know, that, that, Kevin Mawai or somebody who's up there, Pete Kendall, one of those guys is out there giving them, you know, this is your rhetoric to say. It's a bunch of crap. All I know right now is Roger Goodell is stuck in the middle of it as the first uh, the first commissioner since, what, Pete Rozelle, which has only been one since with Paul Tagliabue, but the first commissioner since 87 that's looking at a work stoppage, seriously looking at a work stoppage. We haven't had a work stoppage in 24 years. And now there's a very good possibility that at the draft at the end of April that the fans who pay to go into Radio City Music Hall and watch the draft are going to start booing him when he goes up there to introduce players who are drafted that are boycotting because they don't want to piss off the players that they're going to be playing with, even though they're not part of the now decertified union in the first place. Mm -hmm. So I think Goodell is starting to realize that, uh, you know, no matter what he's done, he's helped clean up the sport and get the thugs out of the sport, despite the best efforts of the Cowboys and the Bengals. But his legacy is going to be, did did everyone, did football stop while he under his watch? Because he doesn't, you know, he's not an owner, he's not a player, but that's what the legacy is going to be. It doesn't matter if he cleaned up the sport, doesn't matter what he did. Paul Tagliabue let the inmates run the asylum, but he's known for having no work stoppages and labor peace. Yep. Now, so if, if he's got to get his work together. If everybody can't agree to a deal here, though, uh, I mean, imagine how much revenue is going to be lost through the various organizations, through you know, merchandise sales. I read an article this week that said that Directv alone uh, was going to lose like six hundred million dollars. Man, forget that Directv; no. they've got a monopoly on that thing anyway. It's ridiculous. I know. I canceled my Sunday ticket. By the way. I couldn't handle it anymore. What, watching the Redskins lose? No, I said I refuse to pay DirecTV for this. There are no options. It's total monopoly, just like you said, John. 
I'll listen to Sonny and Sam on the radio. Uh, if there's any games to listen to. Uh, I think there will be games. I mean, we're only sitting in March. We still have, what, four months? So I think we're getting a little too bent out of shape about this. They got to, like, get some fire under them to get some deals done. If they don't get it done, will there still be a Hall of Fame inductee class? The Hall of yeah. Fame is independent of the National Football League. It is not owned or in any way by the football, by National Football League. I know, but or I the UFL or anything else. So everything they do is independent. So yeah, there's no reason for them to strike. I mean, <laughs> that's their number one money maker a year. They're not going to cancel that out. What about the Hall of Fame game that's tied in with that? That could be yeah. canceled. That would be canceled. It's a football game. They could get the Canton Bulldogs back together to play that game. <laughs> Let's get the Bulldogs back together in the Pottsville, whatever they what were they called? Pottsville Pots. Pottsville, uh, I don't know. Potters, something like that. That'd be pretty sweet. So, yeah, I don't think we need to get too worked up about it yet, but that letter was like, you know, kind of tool-like thing to do. Yeah, he has to do that kind of thing. I mean, he is a businessman. That's his number one thing. He's done a great job of relating to the fans because he knows what we like and what we want, despite the best efforts of Danny and Douche Donovan to... uh, and alienate every single human on the planet against the Redskins. So he's fighting an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't blame him too much. Yeah, me either. I hate Dan Snyder. God. Yeah. God. yeah. Anyway, moving forward from this, unless you guys want to talk about the, the impending lockout more. Well, it is a lockout. Yeah. I don't know. Josh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Nope, moving forward. Um, the quarterback Wonderlick scores. Some of the uh, top Wonderlick scores. Some of the top uh, quarterback uh, prospects have taken the Wonderlick, of which Cam Newton scored a 21, I believe. Blaine Gabbert. It's the second lowest good, of all the uh, prominent quarterbacks. Didn't Blaine Gabbert score like a 42? No. Yeah, but didn't no, Jake maybe Walker he did. Maybe score he did. like a twenty. <laughs> yeah, I think he scored like a forty-two or a forty-three. A fifty is per- perfect. I think that they say that Fitzpatrick quarterback who came from I think Harvard at who plays for Buffalo, he got a forty-nine. I've seen different reports: Whoa. forty-eight, forty-nine, fifty. I can tell you, didn't that, Jake Locker get like a twelve? I can tell you that I got a thirty-two on it when I took it, like eight years. That ago. means you were smarter. Then every quarterback that's taken it, but just a few, like McElroy from Alabama got a 43. Mm-hmm. Christian Ponder, who reminds me a lot of Rex Grossman, got a 35. Ryan Mallett got a 26. Cam Newton, 21. And Jake Locker, a 12. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a 12. But, dudes, um, I'm trying I'm to remember who it was. And dove, and and just remember, just th- according to... ESPN, the average for all players, like all positions put together, is about 20. But as far as quarterbacks go... What's the average, 30? Jim Kelly got a 15, and... Who, what? Reportedly, and, 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 and Dan Marino reportedly got a 15 way back in the day. I believe that. Dude, I think... Dude, seriously, I think... Of course, it, neither one of them ever won a Super Bowl. I think Bowl, to so. work at my company, you have to have a 20 in order to work there. 
And that's like Jake Blacker can barely work. Can barely work out in your practice. <laughs> Actually, I think uh, I'm not. I think someone got a 16 and works there, but they're pretty much dumb as nails. I can tell you. <laughs> what, is, what do they do? <laughs> what? What? What do they do? They uh, well, if I tell it and they're listening to this podcast, then you know. Well, then how you do you could know get fired. You could get fired for this? a breach of confidentiality. I'm just kidding. I don't know anything that anyone scored. I just know that I scored a 32. They won't even tell me what anyone else scores. But you asked. I asked Suzanne. She won't tell me. She said it's confidential. <laughs> she said it's confidential. So basically, I just know that I scored what a 32. Did and that's score? all I can. That's all I know. <laughs> what did she score? What? What did she score? Who knows? Probably a 33. <laughs> 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 or at least that's what she would tell me. She just scored. a 49 and a half. All I know is I only... Yeah, she could just tell you whatever she wants about her score. She'd be like, I scored higher than you. Dude, a lot... Of, see, the thing is, a lot of those questions don't really have anything to do with intelligence. They have to do with, like, paying attention. It'll be something like, what is the uh, last letter in the third word in this sentence? And people yeah. will put, like, you know, the last word in the sentence as the answer or stuff like that. Dude, there's, here's some sample questions like like paper sells for 21 cents per pad. What will four pads cost? It's not, it's not like that. 84 cents. <laughs> it's not like that. But the questions Seriously? get harder. Yeah, they get yeah, harder. The questions the, get harder as you go along. Yeah, they, they continually get harder as you go along and you only get something like, I forget what it is, like 12 minutes or something? To answer right. fifty questions, Resent so I basically got to thirty-two of them. I didn't. I didn't even get close to finishing it. The ninth month of the year is. <laughs> it's stuff like that, dude. So, a lot of it has to do with the speed that you can comprehend stuff. Right, which is which is really important when it comes to quarterbacks. Although, like the article that I read earlier. Did say it's, you know, Marino and Kelly, even though they scored really low on the Wonderlick, allegedly, that, you know, they both did a pretty good job of reading defenses often because they're both in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it really has anything to do with football. I don't know about it. It's, it's just, yeah, like you said, it's speed of decision making. I don't know how much it has to do with anything, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I, I just know that I got a 32 and I think cents I could a foot. How many feet can you buy for 60 cents? What? When a rope is selling at 10 cents a foot, how many feet can you buy for 60 cents? <laughs> that might be like question three. When a, when a football is thrown for 40 yards and you can sell it for 10 cents a yard, <laughs> how many yards How many yards can you throw Anyway, it that's the big Redskins news of the week, the Wonderlick. Anyway, um, if you put any stock in the Wonderlick, Cam Newton scored and a 20. Some people really do. Wonderlick. Aaron, what were you going to say about Donovan McNabb, speaking of quarterbacks and, and Wonderlick scores? No, it wasn't about Wonderlick scores, but he did have some dumb comment he made when he was interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> some non-Wonderlick sound. John, comments. do you have that comment? Because I texted it to you, but I don't remember it. Do you have record of the text let's, by any chance? Let's see if I can bring that up. <laughs> it cracked Hold me on. up out loud when I read this quote. He basically was interviewed about how what he was going to do moving forward, if he was going to be on another team or whatnot, and he answered it without saying anything. He said something like, um, um, 
<laughs> I don't know what the future brings, but we'll definitely find out or something like that. <laughs> Let me see if I can bring it. Oh, my phone's dead. Yeah, I'm bringing it up right when now. Did he, John, dude. When did he say this, uh, dude? He was, he's recently, he's been as a guest commentator for like NCAA basketball or something on Comcast, supposedly. And they yeah, let me see. Him. I got I got some quotes from you that you sent last night when you were drunk uh, about chicken keels. <laughs> and Gee, okay, what here we go. About, dude? Whatever may happen, you know, whatever may happen from this point on, we'll definitely find out. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> what, does <that> mean? <laughs> what does that mean? It's like, did he say that on purpose? Because he's the kind of guy who would say <laughs> something like that. Who was like, think he would think up that kind of answer like days in advance and say. Wait, oh, read, read it again. What did it say? It says, whatever may happen from this point on, we'll definitely find out. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you wonder, because he's sneaky like that, you know, when he talks to reporters. So sometimes he throws stuff out there like that. He's like, I thought of this answer a couple days ago, and I'm going to use it today. <laughs> we'll definitely find out. Oh, man. The man that knows he is not very smart is smarter than he thinks he is. <laughs> now, that's my comment. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's an Aaron Allenism. That's my quote. That's my pleasure. Anyway, so that's it about the uh, Wonderlick scores. We really don't have much to talk about on this show, dudes. We got a couple things to talk about coming out of the break. But it is going to be a short cast because it is, you know, you did make a comment at the beginning. Are we Are we rounding the taint? I don't think we are. I think there's a lot further down in the taint we can go. It's pretty nasty. On this podcast. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's go ahead and take that break. And when we get back, we are going to talk about what stupid things Dan Snyder did this week. And that's about it, isn't it? Well, let's see. He woke yeah. up. I'm looking down at the itinerary <laughs> and like the next five points are done. Not much more. Dan there's, Snyder there's, a, there's, a, there's a little bit more than that. Yeah, it's going to be quick. We do have a little note on uh, Serato. Good old... Cousin Vinny, stuff like that. But we'll talk about that after the break. All right, here we go. All right. Harry Hog Football. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving. Or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757 259 9377. That's 757-259-9377. 
Yo, 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 yo. We're back. Cut! Cut! Yo, yo, yo. Cut! Cut! What's up? Yep, there's Josh. Where'd you go? Where What's did that? you go? You who? Josh. I was taking a break, man. It was break time, right? Yeah. Hateful. Anyway, <laughs> um, if you guys didn't see it, uh, Dan Snyder apparently this week asked the Washington Post to stop using Redskins in the Redskins blog. Redskins Insider. <laughs> Stop using the word Redskins? Yeah, it's the name of their blog. No, they can still use it like in posts and stuff. So what what are they called? They're they're still allowed to say Washington Redskins, but they can't use it as the title. Yeah. They can't call it Redskins Insider. They have to call it like... What? The Washington football team Insider. (laughs) Can they call it Skins Insider? What is his deal going on a rampage lately? Like, does he feel inadequate or something? Because he keeps trying to, like, pick on people for dumb things. We know he feels inadequate because he's running down, like, everything he owns. <laughs> like, the Redskins, six flags, they kicked him off the board, and he owns the company. Yeah, there's only five flags now. I mean, come on. <laughs> I think it's, like, four and a half, and they're all FedEx-colored. Dude, I was looking at pictures just the other day of Aaron and I when we went to a Redskins game. I think it was, like, 99 Maybe 2000. I was wearing a Champ Bailey jersey, so it was about that time. What kind of jersey was I wearing? we were outside the stadium, and we got the stadium in the background. And it doesn't have those stupid FedEx uh, orange and purple and green banners going around the top of the stadium. Wait, is that the picture where Aaron was wearing the Trey Johnson jersey? Yes, yes. And you, like, and you like superimposed Trey Johnson's head in there somewhere? And so it ended up being, being me and Trey Johnson flipping burgers and drinking beer. Out of our 1970s yes. Redskins mugs. <laughs> exactly. Dude, you always bring up that thing about That's right about banners. the same time that Aaron... Those stupid banners. The There's three different colors. Yeah. There's stupid banners, three different colors. Not one of those colors is a Redskins color. Why are they on the stadium? Money. Because Dan Snyder cares more about money than he cares about the Redskins. And that's why... that's That, that to me, is a perfect example. Amongst many others... Of what is wrong with the Redskins because of Dan Snyder. All I know is Aaron and I went to a game that same year, and uh, Dan Snyder came out and had a fish burger with us. A fish burger? What? Yeah, remember we made those burgers, but they tasted like fish because we forgot to clean the grill, and we had just made shrimp on no, it. No, you something. forgot to clean the grill. You forgot to clean the grill. It was your grill, and you cooked shrimp on it, and then let it rot and on there and whatnot, and then we cooked a burger on it. <laughs> It was nasty. We're like, this, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> we started eating up the grill like, outside the stadium. People were like coming by. We were like, hey, man, can we share? You want <laughs> And we kept burgers? giving these people these fish burgers, man. <laughs> They'd like take three steps away like, and throw them. dude. Thing. You know they tasted like all fishy. Oh, man. They uh, ate them, though. We should have given those to Dan Snyder. That's that's about what they're selling at the Johnny Rockets. $10 for a rotten fish burger. I actually ate at a Johnny Rockets two weeks ago when I flew through Columbus, Ohio, because there was one in the Columbus airport. Was it nasty? Um, they actually had a, a veggie burger there, and I had it. Was it nasty? And it was okay. It was okay. It was okay. Well, Just I okay. had a keel yesterday. 
<laughs> I don't know what that is. Chicken keel. Well, I'm let me remember. explain to you what a keel is. All right. I went. Is that an exercise? No, listen to this. It's a piece of chicken. I went to this soul. The hull of a boat. I went to this soul food type chicken place, and it's really good. I got to say, it's called Indies. I N D I. Is that right? As an in as an indie. Like dun 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 dun. dun. As in, it was founded in the West End of um, Louisville with bulletproof glass, like between you and the people serving your chicken and stuff like that. But now it's expanded to the suburbs of Jeffersonville. Is it like the center of the boob? Yes, it is. Chicken breast. This is what it is. If you've never had keel before, the keel is this piece of cartilage that runs right down the center of the chicken breast. Dude, you eat that? Would you just listen? If you get a breast cut from like, you know, wherever, KFC or whatever, the breast is actually part of the breast up to the keel and then rib meat along the sides. Rib meat. Huh. The keel takes it out of the middle, so you get all the breast meat, and then they cut it off where it gets down to the rib meat on each side. So you got... So it's the best of the best. It's the best of the best. It's like... It's just like a boat. It's like the center of the boat, the keel. No, That's where it gets yeah, that from. It's that cartilage thing that runs yeah, down the Yeah, you get the cartilage thing, but you don't get any bones. You just get that cartilage thing that you have to bite out of there. The things you learn by listening to Harry Hogfoot. I didn't know what a keel was. I went to the drive-thru. <laughs> How about that? I went to the drive-thru at this Indies place, and I was like, hmm, it says they have breast, and that's $1.85, but a keel is like two thirty-five. I was like, give me a keel. And I was like, Suzanne, we're like pulling around to pick up the chicken. I was like, I hope this isn't some kind of like soul food delicacy, like the chicken's butthole or something that I just ordered for two thirty five. <laughs> you y'all enjoy that chicken butt. Y'all enjoy your keel. They're driving away. You're driving yeah. away, and they're laughing at you the whole way. Well, the funny thing is, Suzanne like put on her Facebook page like, "What is a chicken keel?" And within thirty seconds, she had like ten people that knew what it was. I'd never heard of a keel before in my life. Really. You would chow and Try some other chicken parts and ask us. You know, what? So try some other chicken parts. Let us know what those are. How they work. Hearts and gizzards, dude. Livers and hearts and gizzards. And breasts. Fry that stuff mm-hmm. up. Have you ever had a chicken they like gizzard? Chicken kill and they stuff Ugh. it with a chicken gizzard. My mom likes Yuck. chicken livers. And livers, dude. There's a place in Radford where you can get that stuff. It's like it's like a little cardboard box from some gas station, and you get this little box of like fried, deep fried gizzards and and livers <laughs> and hearts. Dude, that's sure a that nasty mess, mess, right? Dude, there. you know that place called um, Pollard's Chicken in Virginia Beach? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, they sell good. livers there because my mom used to go go on up to Pollard's and get me some chicken livers and some honey puffs. Some honey puffs. Some honey and a keel. Pollard's has like their own plant on the eastern shore of Virginia. They make now. keel. I have no idea. They probably do. Anyway, enough of, enough about chicken. Keel. There happens uh, to be a lot of chicken uh, poultry farms and factories on the eastern shore of Virginia. That's why they're high. Uh, that's one of their big uh, industries. One of their cash crops. Cash. Speaking crops. of chicken. <laughs> speaking of chicken. Is. Dan Snyder is apparently hated by Taiwan. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, if you guys didn't I'm see here. the video, like, Josh, it's on our website. I did see it, and the panda in the courtroom cracked me up. It's Yeah, what's up with like the panda? It's like some really cheesy Japan. I have no idea, but he's standing, like, he's standing there like this. He's like sitting next to this, Dan I, Snyder. I found the link to this on uh, 
Sports Illustrated's website a few days ago. And, and yeah, the Panda is actually on the winning side. Dan Snyder's on the other side, the losing side. And, and the, uh, they came out on top of Dan Snyder in that one little section. Um, basically, it's, it's a, a Taiwanese company that likes to put things to, uh, to video. And they do a, a bang-up job of it. It's not video. It's like computer animation. Yeah, it's like that computer animation. But they they do all sorts of uh, subjects like Michael Jackson and politics. Why were the guys playing football on like a boardroom table? And why did they have Jeff George on the field? Jeff George. Yeah, and did you see like the center was a uh, Corey Raymer? <laughs> yeah, what was that all about? Like they, I don't know. Maybe Are you they sure figured this wasn't it wasn't made in like. They lifted it from like Madden or something, ninety nine or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's in the game. Maybe they thought yeah, that they took the like old flat. shots, that and, the old players that aren't on the team anymore, that they wouldn't get sued by Dan Snyder because I'm sure he's contemplating it right now. Yeah, and they're uh, they said that a panda beat us in court. We're suing them, dude. It's kind of hard to sue someone that's in a different country. <laughs> it's also kind of hard to sue someone that's well. That's I was gonna say. It's kind of hard to sue someone that is uh, saying nothing but the truth. But that's exactly what they're the doing only, for the Washington City. The paper. only person that could sue him would be kind of fun to watch him try. Jeff George is making a comeback supposedly this year. Yeah, so is Tiki Barber. For real? What? I didn't hear. Yeah, Tiki Barber's making a comeback. Well, you know, he did get divorced by his wife when he made some twenty-year-old intern over at NBC pregnant. Ooh. And then he got Wait, fired that, by NBC because he made some 20-year-old in, NBC intern pregnant. And I thought this was an intelligent Is man. that true? Apparently not. He went to UVA. You'd think he'd be smart. Seriously, I always thought he was a pretty smart so guy. So he's making a comeback? Well, apparently he's making a comeback because he had to, you know, give his wife a – he left his wife to be with this woman that's like 20 years old, and she was eight months pregnant at the time, the 20-year-old. So, you know, his wife wow. cleaned up in the divorce, and he's just like, crap, I don't have any money anymore, and apparently he's got a reputation in the entertainment industry for being a tool, so no one wants to work with him. NBC fired him, so he doesn't really have any other options. Dag. It's too bad, because, you know, everyone always liked well, the his brother uh, still, brothers. did Rondé still play? Yeah, Rondé's Rondé still, still playing. Right? I mean, how old is Tiki now? He retired early anyway. He's... 35, and yeah, that's a good point. He retired Dude. before he really started dipping off in a production. He's not coming back. Uh, physically. He's younger than me, and I'm like gearing up to try out this year. No, dude, he, Aaron, he is coming back. I just don't know if anyone's going to sign Yeah, that's what I mean. Other than the Toronto Argonauts. Or the Washington Redskins. <laughs> Speaking of oh, signing man. bad signings, because the Giants apparently want nothing to do with him, because they, they are very glad he's not there anymore. Um... Speaking of that, if Serato was still with the Redskins, I'm sure he would be working very diligently to bring Tiki Barber into Washington. He'd be working night and, and day. And apparently, according to an article that in the Washington Post where I read the highlights of it um, at Hogs Haven, apparently Serato thinks that if Joe Gibbs was still with the Redskins that he would still have a job. Or if Shanahan had been hired earlier, he would still have a job. Um, basically, he's blaming... Anyone and everyone in the world for the fact that he got fired and he doesn't, he'd said he didn't even realize he was getting fired. He didn't even, he was like, wow, it just, it was a blindside thing. Um, Hogshaven had a nice little write up on it because it's not, according to their article, it's like, it's not even worth going in and reading the whole article. The highlights are thing I said about Gibbs, thing I said about Shanahan, thing I said about him not understanding 
anything or that he was about to get fired. And then the dude from Hogs Haven, um, Kevin Ewalt, he basically says he calls him a quote turd and says he's you not see, really going to mention him, mention him anymore unless it's something about not even a regular turd, hmm. just a quote turd. Yeah, quote turd. Let me see if I can I can. Find oh, on there. I know how you love Vinny Serrato, so. Quote turd. You're such a quote turd. Josh, you were a pretty so. huge Serato find... fan. Josh, what? I can't find the quote. I can't find the exact quote about the turd, so I don't want to. I don't want him to get mad and say that I said something he didn't. But he also says, "A uh, nice logic dummy." <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Basically, he's just like, yeah, we hate Vinny Serato even more. And apparently, he's doing um pro bono work <laughs> for pretty much anyone. Who will have him <laughs> so in regards even, to the upcoming draft? He can't even pay people to give him a job. He can't even work. He can't even for, give it he away. He can't even volunteer because no one wants his advice. Oh, and he did say that he would stay away from Cam Newton. So I think we definitely, if he's on the board, we definitely need to draft Cam Newton. <laughs> and this is what else we need to do. If he'll, he's doing this pro bono work, maybe we should get him to work for Harry Hog Football and just. Dude! You know, take Cam the Newton's opposite wonder, of his advice. Cam Newton's Wonder League is too low. Let's get him to do the Wonder League too. What did he get on the Wonder League? A seven? I was about to say it was probably one digit. He's like, he's like, man, I ran, did you hear I ran a 4.4 on the Wonder League? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we should give him a call and be like, dude, we need you to come work for us. But then we, like, start making him do stuff like Wild Goose Chases just to keep him busy. We can make him offers. We can make him. We could be like, dude, Vinny, we need you to go. All the granola bars you want. We need you to go to Dallas and go talk to Jerry Jones. Vinny, we need you to go get us some cappuccinos. <laughs> and while you're at it, now we need him to go sabotage somewhere. Like, even people in Dallas aren't stupid enough to think that he's good. So if he even showed up there, they'd be like, get the hell out of here. You're an idiot. Yeah, we could what tell team him just to could, turn in his receipts. Where could we there. send him? Where could we send him once we give him a call and bring him into Harry Hog Football? Be like... Aaron, Josh, and John, and Vinny. We could send him to the Browns. Vinny, I don't know. reporting live. For, oh, he could get, well, we don't really need him to bust on Cincinnati and screw them up. They're screwed up anyway. He could go to the Browns. Speaking yeah. of Cincinnati, did you guys hear about Ocho Cinco is going to play, um, going to play soccer? No. I actually, I heard about. going to practice with, like, the Kansas City blah blah boss <laughs> He grew up playing soccer. Is. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Chad Johnson now. I think he switched it back to Johnson. Oh, he switched it back? He did? Johnson. Uh-oh, you he's know what that means. Play soccer, he, he's not guaranteed of getting a number 85 wherever he ends up playing out the rest of his career. Washington. Well, he won't come to Washington for another three years when he sucks. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of the Browns, though, I heard that they were interested in signing Andre Carter. Oh, yeah. Really? That's too bad. I like to see him go to a better organization, but you know, Holmgren is there. He's trying to turn him around. Mm-hmm. And the quote from Hogshaven yeah. is quote, but I'm pretty sure, or I'm, but I'm pretty much ready to ignore this turd on Hogshaven from here on out. Save the spoofs. End quote. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that everyone pretty much feels the same thing about turd Serato, Turado, um, except for Serato, <laughs> Turdado. Turdado. What's this Vinny about Turdado. Kenny Chesney trying out for the Redskins? 
<laughs> Bleacher Report is 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 reporting that Kevin Chesney, because of lagging ticket sales for his upcoming FedEx Field concert, will be trying out for the Redskins as a scab. As a scab. He's like, I'm going to try all night long. Hey, John, did you see that that article I sent you about Josh's dog, Justin Bieber, and Manchester United, what they had in common? They had the most dedicated fans? Is that what I saw? (laughs) Yeah, Justin Bieber and Manchester United have the most dedicated fans in the world. (laughs) Did you see that Manchester United game this week? That's Um, very interesting. Yes, I did. Were they playing Marseille? I saw them. They beat Marseille. They're they playing Marseille. Yeah, Marseille didn't have a shot at the Cowboys Marseille. of the England area. <laughs> the Cowboys of English football, soccer. Anyway, that's our English football report, soccer for the week. Hey, look who's here! Look who's in the studio! Point. Hey, wait! Look who's in the studio! It's none other than the who's fabulous the Amy Allen. Hi, Amy. Say hi to Harry Hog Football she goes, Nation. I'm not on the podcast, am I? <laughs> She's not saying hello. She left the studio. She waved and walked away. Too bad it's not a video podcast. She had this look <laughs> of fright on her face, like this isn't a video podcast, is it? And then she said, "I'm not on the podcast, am I?" I'm sure that you'll hear her on. Mm-hmm. And then she said, "Yay, um, cloud." <laughs> um, totally what else we got? That's about that. it, right? <laughs> that commercial. Uh, we got a few things left here. Um, what are they? Um, we talked about Kenny uh, Chesney. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Justin Bieber thing. Uh, no, I don't really have anything else to add to this podcast except for that we just ble- went 38 minutes is, talking about nothing. The third, the Bleacher Report is reporting that Kenny Chesney and Justin Bieber will be trying out for the Redskins as scabs this fall. <laughs> the Bleacher Report. And Justin Bieber is Canadian, apparently. Who knew? And the Bleacher Report is also. <laughs> He's Canadian as well. Who knew? Hey. Anyway, um, you guys have anything else to add? We're pretty much in the taint. There's probably like three super dedicated fans that are still listening at this point. They're just like, maybe they'll say something good before the end. There's really not a lot to say. Maybe they'll give um, us Go to the website, harryhogfootball.com, and check out the video of the Taiwanese video of Dan Snyder. It's pretty funny. It's only a little over a minute long. And it pretty much sums up everything about Dan Snyder to a T in really bad computer animation. It's great. Oh yeah, and I would want yeah. to give a shout all out to fans listening at this point. I want to give a sh- yeah, they're all they're all in the UK. All the fans are listening. Yeah, I right want to now. give a shout out to all those yes, uh, fans that tried to visit our website this weekend and sent me all the emails because it was down for a couple hours because we know how you guys have to get in every second of the day. And I, was uh, the internet broken? What happened? I don't know, but we we remedied that. Situation. I got a grand total of it was a server issue. I got a grand total of zero emails about it being down. So, <laughs> so if you guys noticed that our website was down, and by the emails you didn't, <laughs> no one was like, "Man, they I couldn't think send us emails, dude, hard. because it was down." It was it was only down for like an hour, I think. Mail yeah. was down. Everything was down. They couldn't send oh, us yeah, email. Yeah. Well, that would explain. Oh, no wonder we didn't get any. That's what it is. You guys realize one L- more luckily, thing. Luckily, I had that website backed up on a thumb drive. 
<laughs> That's what we were, we were living on. Like Bon Jovi was living on a prayer, and Harry Hug Football is living on a thumb drive. Just kidding. I was like, I think I got a thumb drive around here somewhere with a website on it. Let me throw it back I think up. I got a thumb drive. Living on a thumb drive. Philadelphia Soul. All right. Well, dude. So, uh, yeah. One more question before we go. What? Should we hope for a work stoppage so we can win the Super Bowl this year? Um, no, we should not. Considering we're two and zero in years that they're in uh, the Super Bowls, when we go, I would rather win a Super a Bowl without a work stoppage. Like in nineteen ninety one, yeah, like that year. What are you saying that there's an asterisk by the uh, Redskins Super Bowl wins? Not at all. Super Bowl wins the Super that just Bowl. Just happens man. to be the way it worked out. It's, it's still that same size trophy. Yeah. Don't point that out to, like, Cowboys you know, fans. Don't Dallas let them fans. know about that. They're too dumb to remember. Don't let them know about Whatever. That. Dallas, They're not smart Dallas to didn't that even up. have – it was, like, 30 years before Dallas even had a team after we won our first championship in 1937. Dallas can just go roll Whatever. up in their giant curtains that your friends made them and take a nap. That they stole from <laughs> you, roll too. around in them. Oh, no, you two stole from them. You two stole Cowboys curtains. It's awesome. It's on the middle of there. Field going, oh, you people in the place. <laughs> Put your hands in the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're milking this one. All right, I think that about wraps it up. Let's give it up. Show. Hey, next next week, next week, big episode 250. Uh, all, you, all you 250 listeners, minus 247, that are out there, um, make sure you uh, – Tell a friend next week to tune in for the uh, 250th episode of Harry Hog Football. Yeah, dudes. And if is... you have any questions or uh, that you want us to answer, go ahead and send them in to RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. Or if you would like us to reminisce about something that you thought was funny or stupid, most likely stupid, from the last 249 episodes, including this one, um, we can talk about that as well. We could talk about... Uh, Aaron's relative, the punter, and his and his uh, pantyhose he had to wear back in the day before they had Under hey, Armour. You know who I think we could have on for next week? This is this is big news. Benny Serrato. I've been working on. Actually, I don't know if you guys heard or not yesterday, but Louisville, number fourteenth ranked team in the country, was soundly beaten by Moorhead State. And who would not also like a college Kentucky. named Moorhead? First of all. Second of all, I know here in North Carolina, <laughs> right here in North Carolina, we have we have the Seymour Johnson Air Force Base that happens to be in Moorhead City. And this is this is what else. Speaking of Moorhead beating Louisville, <laughs> I have actually secured an interview with an actual Moorhead State alumni and fan that would be willing to come on and talk about the victory. <laughs> Mark Stoffer. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I got an idea. Doesn't doesn't Suzanne's uncle, didn't he play for the Vikings? Maybe we could get him on. We already did that, dude. That was like episode 30. Dude, be quiet. These people won't remember that. We'll just oh, replay yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll just do a compilation episode and... Just have an hour long of little tidbits from all 250 Hey, maybe episodes. we'll make You up. know what that would sound like, though? It would be like, what's up, dudes? Yo, yo, yo. Huh? Uh, what's up, dude? Huh? Uh, dude. Or, dude. Or maybe dude. we... Dude. 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 
I hate Dan Snyder. God, dude, dude. we suck, dude. We suck, dude. The Dockery Report. And dude, now, awesome. and now, <laughs> dude, I can't believe we got it's the Dockery. <laughs> the ever elusive, the ever elusive. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> if you see a Cowboys fan, joke up. Well, good. Joke up, joke up, joke up, joke up. But seriously, if you guys want to ask us you know, or anything like that, you can email us, like we said, redskinsfanhairhogfootball.com. You can call in and possibly get your voice on the podcast, uh, 77HarryHog. Leave a message. Know that if it's funny, we'll put it on the podcast. And possibly. That's right. What's that? What's that number again, John? Seven seven Harry Hog H A R R Y Hog. One seven seven Harry Hog. And um, I'd like to give a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, David Lee Legal Services. Um, what else we got? That's about it for this this um, podcast, isn't it? That's it for man. like the last ten minutes. And we'll leave you with this. <laughs> John's favorite song. Alright, dudes. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan this week, Joka! 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 Anakin was filmed at Woolworths.